Hey, Buzzheads, welcome to the 70s Buzz Podcast. I'm Curtis Tucker. And I'm Todd Wheeler, bringing you our memories, or lack thereof, of growing up in the 70s. We are not a history podcast. We just want you guys to know that. Sometimes we get things wrong, and if you listen to us long enough, you're going to be screaming at your device trying to give us the right answers. Listen up as we recount growing up in the Midwest and our unique experience. Go to 70sbuzz.com for more info and leave us your thoughts. Let us know if you guys have any show ideas, if you'd like us to uh, get you on as an advertiser. And don't forget, please leave us reviews on your favorite podcasting apps. So you get so you get you get in your you get in your low chair you get all you get all funny huh I guess so Hang on. <laughs> I'm, I'm still I'm I'm adjusting over here. okay there it's fine okay oh hi Todd hey good <laughs> what's going on man uh, uh well you know I had a pretty good day today so hey real quick what what, what number episode are we on oh blah, 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 blah. did you say like ninety one I think ninety ninety okay I think, I think no. this is ninety. This is this is nine. I think. If you give me a second, I'll look. Okay, so f- for you buzzheads out there that have been listening for a while, we're going to do something super duper special for the one hundredth episode coming up uh, in about what nine weeks, ten weeks? Yeah, I think I figured up some middle October somewhere. We'll uh, we'll keep you guys informed, but uh, we are about to hit one hundred episodes. We thank you guys for sticking with us. Here on the 70s Buzz Podcast, Podcast. where we talk about nothing but uh, Todd burping over there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, and the 70s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, that that's one thing. Here's one thing that I have that would be, I don't know how funny it would be. Yeah. I have a cassette tape of nothing but maybe 15, 20 minutes of us burping and farting <laughs> into a cassette. Should I bring that and play that? Absolutely. That was like junior high. Why do, why do we not have that? On the on my dashboard. I don't. Now. I don't know. I guess I ought to dig those tapes out. We need to. We need to digitize all my little cassette tapes. Yes. It's a funny thing that I still have all those. They've lasted all these years. Yeah. Well, they're not going to last forever, so no. we need to. Uh, nine, oh, 90. No, this will be ninety-one. Oh, this. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought we were so. over. Oh, so this is episode. Not that we like to keep track. I hate. I get annoyed by, oh, this is episode 347. I'm right. like, yeah, just tell me what the episode's about. I don't know what number it is. Just, <laughs> and, so, we're, and we're already up to 57 on our morning but podcast. So. Yeah, that one's cruising. So, yeah, so if you if you enjoy listening to us even in the slightest and you wonder what we talk about when we're not talking about the 70s, go listen to Those Buzz Guys. It's more of a daily podcast. Yeah, you can listen to Curtis Rant and Rave the other day. I'm trying, trying to remember what episode that was. Will I never, will I never live that one down? Oh, I, yeah. I said Ashaw a couple of times, didn't I? <laughs> well, about 10. Yeah, I was upset. So <laughs> I quit going that direction, so I don't have to worry about those, those guys. Uh, so, you let that guy get to you. I did. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's get back to, the party. Back okay. to work. Back to so, work. So um, speaking of that guy, the reason I was so upset, because I felt like I was in danger. Danger. Before I went over the overpass, and he was swerving in front of me, and oh, you I felt like it was danger. Yeah, but you know what? We grew up in the 70s, and That's we lived right. through the 70s. That's right. So that kind of stuff's nothing to us, because, you know. So what would tonight's episode topic be about, Mr. Wheeler? Uh, how are we going to title this? Uh, why Why are we not dead? <laughs> Kind of. Basically, uh, it's all of the dangers ding. of the 1970s. Basically, looking back now and some explaining to people things that we did in the 70s, they look at us and say, well, you'd what die the? if you did that today. Well, you'd either get arrested. Yeah, and so, so this episode is about the dangerous and unsafe things that we did in the 70s that you would not be able to get away with today. And, and they were commonplace things. It wasn't like well, we didn't know any other. We yeah. didn't know otherwise yeah. on a lot of them. It, I mean, yeah, we did some stuff that was like 
you know, like uh, shooting pot bottle rockets at each other. I mean, that was like a once a year thing, but there was stuff that we did every day that should have killed us. Yeah, the fact that any of us survived the 70s, we're pretty tough little dudes. That's right. It's like, like I said a while ago, it's natural selection. Yes, it is. Because some, yeah, unfortunately, uh, one of my stories, somebody didn't make it. There are, there, there were, are several, yeah, yeah. There were things that did off some of our friends <laughs> when we were in the, in the 70s, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yes. But why would we even talk about dangers in the 70s? Oh, well, Mr. because Wheeler? maybe the 70s was the greatest decade known to man! And we've got that on video now if you want to <laughs> check that out on the, what is it, the 70s Buzz Podcast Facebook page? Yeah, I think so. I think it's over there. You guys can check us out doing that live on video. It will go down in infamy. Now, and you know, if you want to hire us to come do it at one of your special events, we'd be more than glad to. That's right. With a small fee, of course. That's right. Yeah, just, you know, text us at uh, 580-541-305 and... Uh, We'll discuss the fees. Yeah, or email it. You guys can email us at buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. Don't forget to go to iTunes and all those other places. Leave us reviews, five-star ratings, all that other cool stuff. And uh, I'm think, we're not going to do any shout-outs tonight, but we need to. Dave Ball keeps sending ideas. Amy, we're about to hire to do some oh, voiceovers. Oh, did you hear back from her? I did. I got a hold of her, so we need to write up some stuff so she knows. So anyway, we'll, we'll get into that maybe next week. But uh, thank you, everybody that keeps emailing and messaging and all that good stuff. We will, we will shout-outs to you maybe next week. Uh, so she knows that we know that she... Yes. Okay. Yep. She's on board, and we just need to get... We've got to give her some details before she can give us prices. Okay. But uh, Amy in New York will probably be the uh, female voice of Buzzhead Radio, and then she'll also do some ads for 70s Buzz Podcast. I wonder if she grew up... How old is she? Do we know? I don't know. I mean, did she like grow up in the 70s? Didn't sound like it. No. She, I would guess her being younger, much younger, like... Yeah. like 21. Oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> You're just trying to I'm be trying nice. To, I'm trying to schmooze her. <laughs> oh, I'll give you guys a really good discount. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking 29. Yeah, me too. 28. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, so you, you had talked about having a top. Do you want to go into your top three, or do we just want to muddle around and get to your top three? Oh, or? we can just do our top three. For, I mean, uh, my top three, the top three things that uh, should have killed us. Okay. Basically, okay, or, you know, or or maybe the three most dangerous things that we uh, we did on a day to day basis. Uh, number three, and this is my opinion. Yeah, and, and you may come up with you may. Uh, I don't have a list, so yeah. So well, I saw your list earlier. You well, list. I have a, I have a lot of. Th- I didn't put mine like in a top ten oh, or oh, top oh, three oh, list, oh, but oh. we'll we'll see. But you, you may very well change my mind after. Oh, after okay. I yeah, yeah. Your- the first one I start out with will change your mind really quick. But go ahead. Okay, I decided not to do charts because. It's too easy. Too, it's too easy. Jar- well, real quick, though, we got to mention it now that you said it, because I don't want to skip. Jarts were lawn darts. Uh-huh. I think those things were banned. I think they came out in, what, the 50s or 60s, and then for a little while they were banned, and then they came back heavy in the 70s, and then... Um, they were banned in 88 for good. They were responsible for 7,000 injuries and at least one, one only one death. I got 6,000 ER visits, and three children died before they were banned in 88. Okay, that's, and I've got that they were banned December 19th, 1988, by the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, and I remember, real quick... They were uh, a blast. Going, yeah, Staten and I would go on a vacation every summer to St. Louis. Uh-huh. His family had cousins... And they didn't have kids. It was just uh, this couple that lived in St. Louis. And we would go there, and they'd always take us to a St. Louis baseball game and Six Flags over Mid-America. But they lived in a neighborhood just like I live in now, the Woodlands. It was a really wooded. And State and I would always go out in their yard, and we would throw those damn things up. And sometimes they would hit a tree, and you never knew where they were coming down. I mean, Yeah. What I remember playing with them, I, you know, there, I guess there was a... A, a, a ring. A, a circle, ring. A I never remember trying to hit the ring. We just threw them. Yeah, no. we weren't trying to play the game. We were just throwing them. We never kept score, but we would lay the little ring down, and then. But we would just. Our intent was to see how high we could throw yeah. them, and then yeah. you'd you'd literally throw it and run. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, there yeah. was no sticking around yeah. waiting for it to come so down. Our, our game was throw it and not die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, success! <laughs> that means we won. Okay, so there's the jarts. That okay. was an easy one. Okay, so uh, number three. Yeah, number three. Riding in the back of pickup trucks. Riding in the back of pickup trucks. Now we. We both know a guy who was hurt badly. Uh, well, I know one that died. Yeah. The, fir- the, f- the first funeral I went to in my life was 
Oh, it might have been sixth grade was uh, to the funeral of a kid that we knew that was, had been working. I believe he worked out at Meadow Lake. His boss was driving him home in the back of a pickup. And unfortunately, the pickup got hit by a car and yeah. threw him out of the truck and killed him. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, he was a twin. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I, why do, I don't know why it's escaping the names right now. But anyway, yeah. so. So that was my number three. So who did, is that the one you were thinking? Got no, in? no, no. Uh, John Keith. Oh, John Keith. Oh, no. See, I didn't know that's oh, how John Keith that. got injured. Yeah. Yeah. When we were, in, oh. we were in junior high, I think they were in high school. And, um, uh, over there by the singer house, that singer house, th- those that fence is still there. They were goofing around, and he f- flew out of that and hit his head. Yeah, kind of got dingied. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. see, right there, that some some didn't survive. Some came out a little injured. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, I got secondhand smoke. Should have killed every one of us. Dude, my mom was a freaking chain smoker. Drove a '67 Thunderbird, <laughs> which I was trapped in yeah. every day, every morning to school. It. My eyes are burning just thinking about. Oh it. yeah. I mean, and and at the at the time though, you didn't. There was no secondhand smoke. I mean, we nobody. Nobody knew what secondhand smoke yeah, was. Didn't or, know it was deadly. Yeah, there was no thought that we were smoking. Just so, so right here, secondhand smoke uh, meta-analysis in the relationship between secondhand smoke exposure and lung cancer conducted um, the increased risk estimated to be twenty four percent among non-smokers who lived with a smoker. So, so we have a twenty four percent more chance of having lung cancer. Uh, because our parent, we were stuck in cars with our parents. Yeah, thanks, guys. I mean, it wasn't just the cars; it was the house. Uh, people used to smoke in restaurants. People oh, used to oh, smoke yeah, in hospitals. Smoking was elevated. I mean, there, w- there was no place where you did not smoke in the seventies. It sucked. Yeah, I, I hate. I used to beg my parents, please quit smoking. You know, they cracked the window. Oh, I cracked the window for you. Yeah, that's what my we had. Her sixty-seven Thunderbird had electric windows, and yeah. so she would. You know, from her side, if I'd complain, she'd roll down my window just a little bit, and she'd roll down her window and try to get it out. But yeah, there. God, my mom was a um, Raleigh. Is it Raleigh? Oh, really? Raleigh cigarettes. They came with that little coupon. Oh. It had a little coupon. It was like green stamps, and then my mom would collect <laughs> those little coupons, and then the Raleigh. I think they were called Raleigh cigarettes. I, that sounds familiar. And then the they would there would be like a gift book, and then you would cash in all of your coupons. Her yeah. coupons. Yeah, yeah. Marble had marble points and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, second answer. Yeah, that's uh, a big one. That's a big, big, big one. Okay. And then my number one. It's kind of three different things, but it's all related. Uh, lack of seat belts, lack of car seats for children, and the fact that we rode standing up in the front seat, and your mom would just like kind of put you behind her her arm, her right arm, while she drove, just to hold you up, so you could just run around the front seat. Unless your dad had you in his lap while he oh, was driving. driving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so basically, the, the front seat of the car should have killed all of us, too. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, you get in big, big, big trouble now doing that if we did that nowadays. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, they'd, yeah. Probably take, they'd, prob- they'd pull you over, not only give you a ticket, they'd probably arrest you, take your child away. You'd be in, you know, you'd be in court for six months trying to get your kid back, you know, custody and all that stuff. But that, that was, that's, I think, my number one. Unless you've come up with something else. Over well, there. Uh, well. so on that front, I remember Staten and I again going on trips to Wagner, Oklahoma, which was, I think it was like a four-hour drive on the other side of yeah. Tulsa. Uh, yeah. We'd go over there, and, and, you know, the cool thing about cars back then was they had that hump. <laughs> In the back, do they still have humps in the back? If it's rear wheel drive, yeah. If it's there's so many front wheel drive cars nowadays that yeah, the so, front wheel drives don't. So they were almost every car was rear wheel drive back mm-hmm. in the 70s, and so so in the floorboard of the back seat there was a hump in the middle, and so Staten would lay because it was his car, his parents' car. He would lay on the seat most of the time, and I liked the floor. You know, you just had to, you, you just had to, you had to ball up. Yeah, to hump. Yeah, in your in your back or your side. But it was really cool because it was always warm and you could feel the hum of the car as it was going down the highway. Yeah. But we would just lay there and sleep and nap the whole, you know, on a highway. Now back then, I think you know the speed limit had gotten reduced to fifty five, but still cruising down the highway at fifty five with no seatbelts. Yeah. And then I remember uh, when when you live in Enid, Oklahoma. Back in the 70s, there was really no big places to shop. No. So Oklahoma City 
had built a place called Crossroads Mall. It was the first Ooh, mall in Oklahoma. Yeah. And so when you lived in Enid, you always said, hey, we're going to the city. And so when you were going to the city, that mean you were going to... So the first, I remember the first time we went to Crossroads Mall, we took my uncle's pacer, <laughs> and it had to have been my uncle, my grandma must have rode in the front seat, my mom and my sister rode in the back seat, and then I rode, I laid down in, in the, the way hat, back in the hatch area of the pacer. <laughs> and it's a two hour drive from Enid to Crossroads Mall. Yeah. And so I remember so yeah, no seatbelt, just laying back there in the back of the pacer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember when seatbelts were those annoying straps. Like, what the heck is this thing in the you know, poking me in the back or I guess yeah, I guess the cars had seat belts. Yeah. It just wasn't a requirement and no parent thought to make you wear them. No, you just they just shoved you just shoved them down in the yeah. crack between the seat cushion, the seat back and the seat. I don't know why, why were they why were they even in the cars, I guess is my question. Nobody was wearing them. <laughs> um, I don't know. Huh. Uh, like, you know. I think it was, was I think it was Tucker that introduced seat belts. The guy that built, you know, the Tucker Mobile. Oh, I think so. Yeah, he, he, yeah, the Tucker Tucker Automobile. A lot of safety features. Yeah, he, there was a nice biopic on him the other day. Oh, there was. <laughs> Not a biopic, but a biopic. Well, you say biopic, I say biopic. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so those are your top. Those are pretty good top three. It's amazing, just those three alone, that you and I are still alive because <laughs> our parents smoked. Uh -huh. We drove on trips. And uh, what was the other one? Riding uh, the back of pickups. Riding the back. Now I didn't ride in the back of a pickup that much, but yeah, but we rode in the uh, back of pickups. No. I was all the time riding the back of pickups. Now, yeah, I remember like even I guess a couple times we even went like from one town to another, and it was always super duper windy. And mm -hmm. yeah, in Oklahoma, even in the seventies, I bet fifty percent of the people had pickup trucks. Oh yeah. Now it's yeah. like ninety five. Even on short trips, uh, we'd sit on the tailgate. Oh, now we didn't get to do that. Yeah. That'd be yeah, cool. Yeah. And short trips, like run to the quick shop or something. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you'd never... Okay, so just to throw this one out there as a reminder of the 1970s, this was a sheer death trap, no matter what. You were going to die. <laughs> now, now, we were too young to... We, we would have been passengers in the 1971 to 1976 Ford Pinto. Oh, Pinto, yeah. It's amazing that... Uh, yeah, so the NH... TSA concluded that the 1971 to 1976 Ford Pinto experience would experience at moderate speed a rear-end collision, and the tank would get damaged, the fuel would leak, the car would catch on fire, and you would either die or have non-fatal burn injuries. Oh, I like those Pintos. I thought well, they were they, cool. It doesn't matter whether what they if you liked them, but they were death traps. Yeah. Do you remember Pat Bumpus? He had one. Yeah, yeah, now that you say that. Yeah, it was yeah. a cool little car. It's funny, you don't see them anywhere, really. I see Gremlins every now and then. and We should make a Pinto Buzzmobile. Hey, there we go. I ain't scared. I wonder why you just don't see them anymore. I don't know. I mean, rarely ever. So, yeah, so the old, the, it's, a, it's amazing that the families that own Pintos ever made it home alive. <laughs> uh, okay, and the, let's go back to some toys. How about the old clackers? Remember oh, yeah. When clackers came out, not only could you end up smashing your finger or your friend's For, finger or arm. Arms, oh, yeah. Now, I never had one shatter on me. Did you have any shatter on you? Nope. No, they were like indestructible almost. Apparently not. No, they got banned officially in 1985, but all through the 70s, I guess there was different different companies and brands that made them. I guess some of them would actually shatter and the shrapnel would go flying. And Shrapnel's not good for it when you were a kid playing with a toy. Unless you had a grenade. <laughs> and, uh, we, didn't, we didn't have grenades back then. So. Uh, you know, something I learned? What'd you learn? I learned that lead-based paint is sweet. Oh, really? Is that why kids eat it? I guess that's why kids are eating the crap. Mm. I never, I mean, they always talked about, oh, lead-based paint, it's so bad, your kids could chew on it. I'm like, why would it, Why would you chew on paint? But uh, up until uh, 1970, it was banned in 77, and some of the toys had lead-based paint on them, and the kids would chew on them, and I guess I guess once you get to gnawing on it and get it all, like, wet and slobbery and stuff, I guess it was it had some weird sweet taste. Kind of like, huh. you know, like antifreeze is kind of got a sweet taste well, even the even the paint like in your bedroom on a windowsill i guess would get old and flake off and kids would eat it like potato uh, chips yeah, i guess yeah. I, I guess, yeah. so. I guess it uh said lead poisoning happens when too much lead gets into the body through the skin 
from breathing, eating, or drinking. When lead gets in the body, it can travel and cause harm wherever it ends up. Yeah, it's not good. So don't, yeah, so yeah, us licking our toys in the 70s, not a good thing. I don't remember licking any of my toys. I don't remember eating lead paint ever. Yeah. I don't remember eating any of my toys. I tried to look up, and I didn't have a whole lot of time, but I, I was going to try to look up how much lead paint did it take to make it oh. bad for you. Yeah, you how, much is too, how much is too much? Yeah, I mean, you know, some of these studies are like like jarts. You know, according to the thing I found, only one person died. Right. The one that you found, three people died. You right. know? So really, how bad was lead paint? Were there thousands of kids dying every year or were there no. you know seven you know i don't yeah, it's probably more like seven i was trying to look it up and i couldn't find how much how much lead paint it would take to really hurt you yeah but one is too many well and and, and then let's jump over real quick to asbestos oh. um you know we all lived with asbestos in homes and schools schools and, and i think mm-hmm. it was even in things around the house i mean I, yeah and so i think Asbestos, you have to like breathe a lot of it for a long time before it really affects you. You have to you have to uh, disturb it, and it has to become airborne. Right. I it, mean, it, a, a thing made of asbestos just sitting there next to you will won't hurt you. But even disturbing it and being around it for two days is that going to kill no. you? Or even no. even you're going to even no. know? No, you have to have prolonged exposure. Uh, yeah. So that's what I. So anyway, so asbestos was a big uh, a big thing in the seventies. Uh, now, here's one. I, I guess I never realized how dangerous this was, but did you ever have a thermometer oh, and break it just so you could get the mercury out of it? And play, I never played with it. I did. I, re, I mean, I distinctly remember having the silver ball of mercury in my hand, and it was so cool because it was, like, heavy. Yeah. And it would and it would stay gooped, you know. Yeah. It, it it wasn't like water where it would spread out. It it stayed in a ball and you could I just swirl it around my hand and go from hand. I don't remember what I ever did with it. I'm sure I just at the end of playing with it for 10 or 15 minutes, you probably chunked it in the trash can or something. Say, but, so there's mercury floating around somewhere. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah. So so here's a little bit of a uh, quick thing I picked up on mercury. A small silvery ball uh, in a mercury thermometer can be dangerous if the glass breaks and the mercury is not cleaned up properly. The mercury will evaporate and can... Maybe that's what happened. It evaporated oh. and can contaminate the surrounding air and become toxic to humans and wildlife. Each thermometer contains about 0.5 to 1.5 grams of mercury. One gram of mercury can contaminate a 20-acre lake. Enough to cause a public advisory to be issued on the potential dangers of eating fish caught in that lake. And here I am just tossing it around my hand like it's Play-Doh. How are you not dead? How am I not dead? <laughs> Did I ever, I wonder if any, I wonder how many kids like tasted mercury. Oh, you had not yeah. I mean, if they're chewing on paint chips, you know they're going to. You got to stick your tongue in some, I, now I don't remember sticking my tongue in mercury, but. I don't yeah. remember ever being told that mercury was dangerous. Well, then that, you know, is also in the thermometers, and we were sticking it in our mouths. Yeah, but it was in, it was still behind glass. But yeah, I, I, and I don't remember how, what thermometer must have broken, but I just, I do remember having mercury oh. in my hand and playing with it. And that never crossed my mind as a kid. Like, I want to play with the stuff that's inside that thermometer. Oh, I did. I huh. don't know why. It wasn't like I did it probably more than once, but I remember the one time I did. It well, was, it's because you. And this is one of the dangers or the things that should have killed us. We're a latchkey kid. I was. A, well, there, there's, there's your next one. The latchkey kid. You were left to, your sister was supposed to watch over you. And no, no, my grandma, <laughs> my great grandma. Yeah, so, so being latchkey kids in the 70s was how did we ever survive? Uh, so yeah. okay, now you not so much. No, not at all. So my parents were divorced right around 1970. And. All through the early 70s, let's say 70 to 75, my mom had to work. So after school, I remember when we first moved to Enid, after school, we would go to a babysitter's house when we lived on the east side. Oh, I didn't know you but lived one, on the east side. Yeah, we lived over on Jackson Street, right behind the old Pizza Inn. There's a block, that block right behind. There's a house right in the middle of the block. Oh, that's not the east side. Well, I get, yeah, I get, well, I east side of Van Buren. <laughs> Okay, so one block. Well, and then I went to Emerson, so I, I don't know why. Oh. I could just call it the East Side. I didn't go to Emerson, I went to Lincoln, grade okay. school, for like 
half a year, I think. No. So then we moved to the west side, and I went to McKinley, and we lived on Johnson. Moving on up. So living on Johnson, it was across the street from my great-grandma. We rented right. a house across the street from my great-grandma. So she became our babysitter, but not in the sense that we were in the house with her. It was in the sense that she would sit in her front window, and she didn't drive, but she would sit and look out her window, and that's how she kept an eye on us. Well, we had a underground... I call it underground, but you know, a a train of friends that would come in and out down the alley because we we all had we all had alleys back in in those days, and yeah. yeah, so kids would come in and out of our house out through the back door, and then it was real easy because you'd be playing and screaming and yelling inside, and then if you saw a great grandma come out on the front porch, either you had two choices: either everybody would hide in closets, or they'd go out the back door and down the alley, and uh, so I mean, we had kids over all the time doing stuff we shouldn't have been doing. I mean, cooking things and burn, having the toaster burn things. and. Well, you know, I'm sure she wasn't watching out the window the whole time. Oh, no. I mean, no. she would just like every once in a while go, yeah, the house didn't burn down, so oh, it's yeah, all good. Oh, yeah, no, she was watching soap operas. There was, yeah, no, there was no, <laughs> there was no actual watching. So why uh, didn't you just go over to her house? I don't, because we lived across the street. It was like. Well, why didn't you go stay at her house till your mom got home? Because we lived across the street. <laughs> my, my toys in my bedroom. Because because they didn't know we were doing it. They uh, thought we were good kids, I think. And suckers. I don't know why every now and then she'd get the urge to come over. I think she just came over every now and then to check. Not yeah. because she saw right. a kid. But yeah, but when she was on her way over, man. I, I remember kids being in the closet and her being in the house. And everybody, gig- I mean, trying not to giggle and... Uh, and why didn't she? Okay, so why didn't she just stay at your house till your mom got home? Because she lived across the street. <laughs> she just lived across the street. Oh, uh, it's a wonder you're still alive. Yeah. So that. So yeah. And then I don't know if we. I'm. I'm assuming every now and then one of us would sneak out and go to a friend's house for a little while. And the thing was, there was no way of calling and saying, "Hey, grandma, great grandma's coming across the street. You better get your butt home." Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. So unless she happened to be at somebody's house, then they knew you were there. Yeah. So. um yeah, it's a wonder that we didn't burn houses down and, and things as being a latchkey kid. Uh, what about when you were out? Remember being outside and staring at the sun? I never did that. You my, never stared at the sun? My second son used to do that, and I kept saying, quit doing that. I don't, you know, we never, like... like tried to, you know, stare at it for, like, 30 seconds, but we were always looking at the sun being like... I'm not blind. Well, that, that kind of brings up sunblock. There's no such thing as sunblock. We should all have melatoma. Not only was there not sunblock in the 70s, or if there was, nobody knew about it. The girls put on baby oil. Oil. I mean, we. I remember. My, I remember my sister many a time laying out in the backyard putting on baby oil. Now I don't know that I ever put baby. I was a girl. I, I was too. I was too antsy to to, to sit there. Yeah, to sunbathe very long, but. We would, you know, run around, go to the Boggy Creek, and yeah. ride bikes without any suntan lotion. Yeah. Oh, my sister would, he, she would be so jealous because, you know, I was roofing all the time for my dad, so I always had this, this tan. Of course, it stopped right there. The farmer's tan. The farmer's tan. She's like, oh, that's no fair. You're so dark. I want to come work with you and dad. I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not babysitting you, even though she was four years older than me. Yeah. It is kind of a wonder that we don't, some of us don't have more cancer spots on our Skin cancer, which yeah. I, I guess a lot of people you just, do. You need to start wearing a hat, by the way. That's what everybody says. I got it. You see? Did I you see my hat? Yeah. I got me a hat. But you didn't wear it very long. Well, I'm just I'm slowly working into it. But oh. yeah, so I did. I did get me because everybody says that you need to be wearing a hat. Well, for some reason, ball caps just don't. Being having a bald head just doesn't work real well for ball caps. So I don't. I quit wearing ball caps years ago. Oh really? I used to wear them all the time, as yeah. as much as you did. Yeah, or um, do. Or do, and yeah. so I gave. I don't know. I gave them up. So I've been. So I've been looking for a new hat, and I finally found one that I thought, hey, that one looks kind of cool. So yeah, it's called uh, Dean the Butcher. Dean the Butcher. Dean yeah. the Butcher. Yeah, hats are hats are tough. I mean, what looks good on somebody yeah. doesn't look good on somebody else. Exactly, and and so I, to me, it's it's basically what I know. We're off subject, but a lot of people that try to podcast or get on the radio, they say, I hate my voice. Yeah. Well, right now I hate my I hate the way I look with that hat on. But I think as I if I wear it more and ease into it, then all of a sudden I'll be wearing mm-hmm. it all the time. So. so it'd be kind of like me not wearing a hat. Exactly. Two things: if you see me not in a hat, somebody died or is getting married, or the same difference. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. 
Okay. Yeah. Back okay. To, back to the back so, to the, so back the, to the stuff. Yeah. So staring at the sun. Um, that's not good. That wouldn't kill you, but it might be mid blind you. That's for dang sure. Yeah. No. Um, two two other biggies. Um, one of them. Which which way do I want to go? Let's go trampolines. Oh yeah. Um, the thing about uh, not a lot of kids uh, had trampolines or played on trampolines oh, in no, the seventies. No, no, it was kind like of a special deal. Yeah. No. So that's it, it. Was almost as cool as having a pool. It was about that cool. Yeah. Because not yeah and yeah, so nobody I knew had a pool, but. There's this one dude that had a trampoline. He moved from Kansas. Oh, steak and potatoes. Steak and potatoes uh, right before sixth grade started. And so I remember heading over to his house because I heard he had a trampoline. And yeah. that's how Staten and I became friends. And the rectangle, not the round one, the rectangle. The rectangle. Now, it, now it seems like, yeah, rectangle one. It seems like, now even that video, I, I'll have to go back and look at that video. It seems like there was a short period of time where it had pads on it. But they didn't last very long. Oh, there was no netting. Nobody even knew what netting. There was no, no such thing as a trampoline no. net back then. So um, now the cool thing about Staten's trampoline, we spent hours on it. And State and I even ended up, there was a guy in Enid that started teaching gymnastics. And Staten started taking gymnastics from him. Well, for some reason, back in the day, trampoline was part of gymnastics. And so he had a full-size, huge Olympic trampoline. And so actually, Staten and I actually took trampoline lessons for a short period of time. So we, I guess that made us maybe a little safer on the trampoline because we never broke a bone or really, every now and then we would kind of bounce off, but not like, <laughs> not like, so, so he and I never broke a bone or really sprained anything. I remember one time trying to do a backflip and landing on the bed on my head, and that was the first time I ever saw stars. You know how mm -hmm. you sit up and there's these little white things mm -hmm. in your eye that are kind of spinning around? Mm -hmm. um, but he and I never really injured ourselves on the trampoline. Now, one of the big games that we played was trampoline dodgeball, mm -hmm. which oh, yeah. dodgeball will be the next thing we talk about. But So that was a combination of two deadly sports, <laughs> dodgeball and trampoline. Um, now, some of the kids from the neighborhood that would come play, they'd get knocked off the trampoline by try. You know, they, basically what they'd be trying to do is dodge the dodgeball. And on a trampoline, if you hit the edge too funny, it throws you all the way across the trampoline all, off to the other yeah. side. And so we, we did have some neighbor kids. None of them ever broke any necks or bones. And everybody had to sign a the permission waiver. slip yeah, yeah, the to, to jump on the trampoline. But there was one game we played, and we always got Robert Barton, the bully of the neighborhood, to play it every now and then, was trying to go under the trampoline while somebody was jumping. And somehow, Staten and I always knew how to get him. So he would go under the trampoline while we were in the air. But we, we knew how to kind of like double bounce sometimes where you could come down quicker. Yeah. And we would always hammer him. You know, he'd be under, and he was a kind of a bigger guy. He was big. And so he would be under the trampoline. We would come down and. Bam! Smashing. <laughs> but, yeah, the, you know, the only injury that I really remember from trampoline days was Staten's parents adopted, temporarily adopted a little puppy for some reason. They were watching a puppy for somebody. And we were moving the trampoline, and it was on those metal bars. Yeah. And somehow, and we weren't paying attention, and the puppy got it hit it went over his leg the trampoline went over his leg and broke his leg oh and so they had to rush him to the hospital and he was in a little splint and um so as far as i know that was the only broken bone that anybody ever got on the trampoline poor puppy now today doctors highly don't recommend letting kids jump on trampolines oh yeah that and your insurance company doesn't like them either yeah yeah i found that out the other day like, do you have a pool no do you have a trampoline no okay good well, no. Yeah. 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 It jacks your insurance up. Yeah. So trampolines, very, very, very dangerous. And then moving on to dodgeball, I, I guess in even today, though, I mean, everybody played dodgeball in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Everybody got creamed. Everybody oh, yeah. got... Um, everybody got hit in the face at least a couple well, times. And now there's lawsuits. <laughs> now everybody's suing. So um, <laughs> the funny, you know, I was telling you about watching that movie last night. Yeah. So I, I, I pop on my Amazon Echo Show... And I find out that I can watch movies on it, which I, I just hadn't delved into it. Yeah. So I, so I random, I, I swear, I just randomly picked this movie called Wonder about this little kid that has a funky face. Um, <laughs> in that movie, he goes to a school where people are making fun of him, but 
he hated the worst part he hated of going to school was dodgeball because all the kids creamed him in dodgeball, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. Because the, the, so you and I and and a lot of our friends we weren't athletes in the sense that right. we didn't go out for football, we right. didn't go out for baseball, we didn't go out for basketball. We we did not play really organized sports. I did a little bit. Staten and I went out for seventh grade football and then stopped. I played little league baseball, but we were more. So we always took gym class. Usually the mm-hmm. athletes didn't have gym class because they were their hour of athletics was f- for whatever sport they were playing. After school. Yeah. So we were usually the most athletic, best athletes in gym class. Oh yeah, I never don't, I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. So so the nerds. Thank God. And the band kids. <laughs> yeah, the nerds and the band kids and the those kids. We just walloped the snot out of. And the underdeveloped kids. The, the, the late bloomers. Yeah, in dodgeball. Now yeah. I do remember playing dodgeball. And I, I think we've talked about it on the show before, at McKinley Elementary School. <laughs> yeah, you screwed it up for everybody. And we, we were outside, and I hit fair in the head and pinned her head between the ball and a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> it was that was the exact sound right there. And yeah, so you were like, that was too many sounds. Yeah, <laughs> should have just been one ding, not yeah. ding ding ding. Yeah. So so dodgeball was uh, halted for I don't I don't know if. For some reason, it seems like we may not have got to play the rest of the year. Oh, surely not. Uh, And then that leads to another story we've talked about on here before. Yeah. Staten and I were bad little boys. And so sometimes we were playing dodgeball or kickball. We would somehow accidentally throw or kick a dodgeball onto the roof of our school, (laughs) which led to us coming back that later that evening We'll have to drive by, and I'll show you what we used to climb up. We used to climb up. So there was no ladder to climb onto the roof of our school. Yeah. But there was this electronic – it was like a pipe that had wires in it. Oh, it was conduit. Conduit. We would climb up that conduit to the top of the roof yeah. to get those – and we would purposely throw them on the roof so we could come back and get them that evening and take them home to Staten's and have dodgeballs for yeah. dodgeball – trampoline dodgeball. Yeah. But here we are – Sixth grade, climbing on top of a school through a conduit. Which is full of electricity. Which is full of electricity. You had to scale a chain link, I think eight foot chain link fence just to get to the conduit, which I think that got got us eight foot up by the time we had to grab onto it. Um, and then we were running around the roof, you know, could have fallen. I'd, yeah. The, I, uh, yeah I, used, I used to get on the roof at Waller. I don't know how we're alive. There was this wall. Over there by the kitchen on the west side, uh-huh. and there was this big brick planter. So you get up on the planter, you get up on this wall, and it was like you know yay wide. You you precariously like a, like on a balance beam walk across that, get on the roof of the kitchen. Then oh, you can, yeah. Yeah. Th- then there. Do you remember the part of the uh, of Waller where the there was had these decorative bricks that would stuck out, and you know, like every other brick was stuck uh-huh. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we until you climb up the roof up there. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I never what? got on the roof of Waller, but yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. I was right down the street. That was yeah. my, Waller was my playground even when I was playground. in grade school. Yeah. Well, and see, McKinley was only a block away from Staten's yeah. and my house. It was in McKinley was literally between Staten's house and my house on yep. Broadway. And yep. so that was, uh, oh, my, how did we ever live? How did we live? Remember having dirt clod fights? Dirt clod fights. So here was a game that we played. Every na- So Staten's... Dad was in the oil field business, and every now and then he'd have to go check some oil field thing. Yeah. And oil field things were always by wheat fields. Oh, sure. In Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was always summertime. Yeah. I guess that's why we went because it was summertime. We must yeah. have been home, and he was like, "Well, boys, get in the car. You're going with me." You know. And yeah. so, and I remember, I distinctly remember one time, Eric. It must have been early on when I first met Staten, because Eric Wright, I believe, went, and we played this game where. Two of us would run out into the wheat field, and you would literally just stop and hide. You would duck down, and then the one dude would stand on the road and pick up the biggest dirt clods he could find and just start chunking them into the field to see if he could hit somebody. (laughs) And then if you were brave enough and you were in the wheat field, you'd make a noise, and then you'd try to, you know, kind of scurry around so they, you know, but... We were throwing rocks and dirt clods, yeah, trying to... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but now remember... What were they? We called them crab apples. Remember crab apple fights? Yeah, those things left welts. Oh yeah, uh, Mike McGee beamed me right in the forehead one time. Oh man, we had the so in Oklahoma again. Want well, somebody? Either he hit me with it, or he he came up behind me and, and 
I think you know he came up behind me and grabbed me from behind, so somebody else could throw it and hit me in the head, right in the forehead. Yeah, those things were those things were baseballs. I mean, they were hard. Yeah, they were like the devil, all yeah. the spiky. Yeah, and they stunk. Didn't they stink? Didn't they smell funny? Oh, probably. I, I don't really remember funny. that, but I just remember chunking those at each other all the time. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about how about metal? slides in the middle of summer Those, yeah i read a thing i've i tracked down a thing um they say right today the plastic hard plastic slides get up to 144 degrees imagine what the metal slides oh got gosh. up to i mean i remember going to the park mm-hmm. and you you literally could not go down the slide because it was so hot yeah you literally had to either go down on your shoes and your butt or you just didn't, you just couldn't go down. They were too hot. Well, what just the slides? All those other sketchy playground equipment, monkey bars, and then did you ever notice that all the merry-go-rounds were taken out of all the parks in Enid, Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Merry-go-rounds. I, I I remember this scar right there. Yeah. See that scar right there? Yeah. That was from my leg getting caught under a merry-go-round. Yeah. It's a wonder kids didn't lose more ankles and break ankles. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a wonder. Yeah, all the all the metal, uh, yeah, playground equipment. How Shoot. are we doing on time over there? I got like five million more things. Oh, yeah, that's all right. We it's got our time. show. We can go along. Oh. We're about, about 40 minutes. Think about uh, when you were a kid and you had a blood oath. A blood oath? Remember when you would poke your finger and you would both bleed and then you would do this? Did you not ever have... Oh, like blood brothers? Yeah, like blood brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So here we were smearing blood <laughs> with each other. I mean, imagine doing that today. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! Well, you would hope it would be safe. Well, you would hope. Yeah, we were a little. Yeah. Um, in our day, in the seventies, everything came in glass. Oh yeah. Glass bottles. So there was broken glass everywhere. Yeah. Here was one thing that I don't even have on my list that just dawned on me. Nowadays, they they it's every I hear it all the time. You cannot take photographs on railroad tracks. It's illegal to be on railroad oh, tracks. Yeah. You can't walk down railroad tracks. Eric Wright and I lived on the stinking railroad tracks. Oh, yeah. His house to my house, the quickest way for us to get to each other's house was yep. down the railroad tracks. Yep, yep. And we would go down the railroad tracks 50% of the time barefooted. Yeah. You talk about something that was hot. Yeah. So you'd be walking on the on the rail, yeah. burning the bottom of your feet. That, our feet were pretty tough back then. And then when you couldn't stand it anymore, you'd hop onto the piece of wood, mm-hmm. which had tar on it, which would get hot. And so then you had to jump over to the rocks, and uh-huh. then you got all these jagged rocks that you're trying. And it's a wonder we didn't get run over by a damn tra- And then we'd put pennies on the tracks oh, sure, yeah. and, and put things on the tracks, oh, wait yeah. for the train to come by and run them over. Then we'd run out there and grab them. And- yeah. I remember uh, shooting uh, the train with uh, BB guns. Oh, BB, they're BB guns. Hell yeah, BB yeah. You shoot your eye out. Yeah, yeah, BB guns, yeah. I think I remember getting shot in the forehead with a BB gun by somebody. Left a little mark. I'll bet. It was, yeah, if it was close enough. Oh, we used to shoot, you know, Roman candles at each other we and had, pop bottles. We had Roman candle fights on the 4th of July. That was kind of a yearly tradition. <laughs> yeah, here, kid, hold this explosive device in your hand. Well, and- your parents didn't hand them to us. We did it. Well, I know, but... Basically, they didn't. They didn't make us stop. Oh, no, they never told us to stop. No, I don't yeah. remember anybody trying to refrain us. But yeah, and 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 not only not only is it's a miracle that we didn't hurt each other, but we didn't burn the house down or the field. I did have a little incident across the street one year, and uh, I've never moved so fast. And I put the, a little pot bottle, and a little fire came up, and I ran over there freaking out, uh, and stomped the shit out of it, got it out real quick, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to at each other, and then talking about fire. I we used to light fires every now and then in the house and burn things. Oh, magnifying glass. Yeah, take that on the sidewalk. Well, for some weird reason, me and Eric Wright decided to set something on fire in his attic one one day, and (laughs) I I don't know what we we were trying to melt something. His mom came up there. And man, did we get in trouble. <laughs> oh, she was like, you guys could burn it. I don't, I don't know what the fascination with oh, fire, fire is burning cool. things and melting things. Yeah. yeah. I remember Steve Ropp. Uh, in, I mean, this was like fourth, fourth and four, probably fourth grade. He would, he would have a sleepover. And sometimes, like on his birthday, I remember like maybe five of us or six of us getting to spend the night at, at Steve Ropp's. And we got to sleep down in their den in the basement. And the basement had a fireplace. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'd never seen a fireplace before with a real fire in it. 
you talk about kids throwing shit in a fire. Oh, I yeah. mean, stuff in a fire. <laughs> Man, we must have thrown everything that wasn't nailed down oh, yeah. into that fire. <laughs> I just fire, remember. fire, fire, fire. <laughs> yeah, I remember throwing lots. Uh, what about, and, and speaking of cigarettes, do you remember the commercial? Uh, so, so cigarette ads were tailored towards kids in the yeah. 70s. Yeah. Cam, Joe Camel. Yeah. Do you remember the commercial call that went uh, like father, like son? Yeah. Uh, where the the dad the dad was like washing his car, and then I think yeah. the boy was washing his bike, yeah. and then the dad sits under a tree and starts smoking, and yeah. then the little boy and this is like father like son. Yeah, now, I think that was an anti smoking ad. Oh, but, it may have been. But uh, yeah, but all the ads in the seventies were geared towards getting us to smoke. Yeah, we I mean, have candy cigarettes even. Oh, we had candy cigarettes. How do we survive candy cigarettes? I don't know. Uh, yeah, our our mothers used to smoke and drink while we were pregnant, or they were pregnant with us. Yes, they did. My mom smoked, I think, the whole time until I was born. And then I know she was smoking in the... the In the boys' room? In the room, in, the, in her room. Smoking in the boys' Water. room. Uh, choking hazard. Do you know why they finally put the uh, warning label on You know, cho- toys that were choking hazards? Because we kept dying. Well, somebody died. Uh, 1978, a four-year-old died. There was a Battlestar Galactica toy that actually shot little missiles. And the kid shot it. Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. That wasn't funny. Lord, you know, yeah. forgive me. Uh, shot itself in the mouth with a Battlestar Galactica toy. Shot the little missile out. And poor kid choked and died. And, and for that reason, now we have uh, choking hazards. Hazardous parts. May it's yeah. a, how do we? How did not more of us choke to death? Yeah. Uh, now I remember. I distinctly remember choking on candy. Um, I always choked on the butterscotch, you know, the just the round, mm-hmm. gold-looking butterscotch candy. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I remember getting one of those lodged in my throat and thinking I was about to die. Yeah, well, for one, they were uh, pretty big. They didn't. They lasted a long time. They were slippery as hell. They were slippery. That yeah, I and think it, it was would, because they were slippery. I would accidentally swallow yep. them, and they would get lodged yep. in my throat. I can feel it. And right there was now. no way to throw them up, and you would have to just burn it down your throat, <laughs> and it hurt yeah. the whole time. And that's why lifesavers came out with holes in the middle oh. because it's a lifesaver. Oh. The hole is a lifesaver. So if you were to swallow accidentally swallow a lifesaver, yeah. you couldn't die from not being able to breathe yeah. because it's got the hole in it. See, now, lifesavers are small enough that I don't would never suck on them. I would just chew them. Yeah. But the butterscotch things were too big and hard to... And like you, I think it was because they were so dang. Once you had mm-hmm. it in your mouth for like thirty seconds, those dudes yeah. became slippery. Yeah, you know, because you'd forget about it, and you'd start talking or something, or you'd just slip your mind, and it would, it was just like right there in the back of your throat. Yeah. How about uh, chasing tadpoles and frogs? No, it's not dangerous. Well, now you know the the old wives' tale was if you pick up a toad and he pees on you, you're going to get warts. Yeah. Well, that wasn't true, but. <laughs> Contrary to the belief that kissing a frog will turn him into a prince, it won't, but you could get salmonella poisoning. Well, yeah. Did you ever kiss a frog? No, but, but having a frog in your hand and then licking your fingers, oh, well. I mean, I would, there, was no, yeah. there was no hand sanitizers, and I didn't run home after holding frogs and go wash my hands. I went yeah. straight to dinner and started eating. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and not only toads, there was frogs, there was salamanders, there was turtles, there was... Crawdad. God, there's no telling what all we picked up that had some funky... Because we were pulling all those out of nasty, dirty creeks. <laughs> yeah. Boggy Creek. You know, you know all this, that's probably why, you know, we are as healthy as we are. Because we, <laughs> we were... <laughs> built up immunities exactly. and stuff. I can't believe we haven't even talked about going through the drainage tunnels... I mean, we were doing that in 6th, 7th grade. So in Enid, and I don't know, I'm sure all other towns have it, you know, when, oh, yeah. when you have these super big rains, you don't always want the water flowing in the streets or going down, you know, the creeks. At some point, they buried the creek. Literally, you, they buried the creeks underground and had tunnels that would funnel the water. So Boggy Creek would go for a while. Uh, you could see it, but then it would disappear under a road. Mm-hmm. Well, once it disappeared under a road, it would go through tunnels until it came out somewhere else. Well, we found those tunnels, and we would park our bikes, and we would go exploring as deep as as deep as brave as we were. Yeah. Oh, bikes. Oh, riding bikes. No, yeah. no helmets. No helmets. No pads. Jumps. 
building jumps, jumping over people. I remember, <laughs> I remember Eric Wright. You guys are going to remember all my friends. So there was a somebody was doing something to their house where they were doing construction, and oh. they ended up with a sand pile in oh. the street next to their house. So Eric Wright one day is like. I'm going to jump that sand pit. <laughs> jump it. You got to jump everything. So he goes riding on his banana seat bike and jumps that sand thing. And there was no landing. You know, there was no something on the other side. He didn't think it through. No. So he, he, he goes over, he, he goes airborne over the sand thing and hits the concrete and, of course, falls off his bike and broke his tooth, chipped a big corner off his tooth. Yeah. And that was like in fifth grade probably oh, yeah how many times did we go over our handlebars for oh gosh all the damn time well here was another uh, hazard on bikes we freaking wore bell bottoms oh, yeah. and they got mm-hmm. stuck in the damn chain yeah, all the time all the time how many pair of bell bottoms did we have that had black on the right leg on the right leg yeah. the black crap from our chains yeah oh my gosh uh, skateboards yeah never yeah. once did i wear knee pads a helmet elbow pads Luckily, I can never ride one of them damn things. Uh, we, I just, you know, I, I get my teeth cleaned at the dentist office that is on the hill where we used to, one of the best places to ride skateboards, which is a really hilly area, which was right next to Boggy Creek. <laughs> yeah. So you could get your tadpole searching in and ride skateboards at the same time. But um, yeah, we fell off skateboards all the time, but never broke a bone. So the worst injury I ever had from doing some of this wild stuff it was in sixth grade it snowed it was winter time and it was boggy creek Mm -hmm. and it was right across boggy creek from McAllister's restaurant Mm -hmm. yeah we were on the other side of the creek uh and there was enough snow that there was no water it was frozen in the bottom of boggy creek but that was like the area of boggy creek that had one of the biggest hills slopes and so we found some boxes and we went box sliding down the snow. And, um, of course, everything in the 70s came in bottles. Yeah. And somebody had thrown some pop bottles, I think, down in the bottom of the creek. And they were broken. And, of course, I was a guy that went down. And that's where I got the scars on this other knee. Sorry. Um, two spots. So I went down. And one of the bottles got me on the knee and then on the shin. And uh, had to rush to Staten's house, and they took me out to the. We were my, my we were still on my dad, even though they were, they were divorced. We still had um, Air Force um, privileges until we turned eighteen, I think, or sixteen. Yeah. So we'd go out to the hospital on the base, and so we ran out there, and I got six stitches, huh. three three in my knee and three in my shin. That was that's the only time other than my staples for appendix. So I've never broken a bone. Let me knock on wood. There's right a piece of wood so right over your head. Never broken a bone, and the only, and the only stitches were those six. Um, you know, the only time I ever got hurt as a kid doing something, Mark Mankin, Kent Cummins, and I were uh, across the street from Kent's house. He lived over there on Forest, and uh, we had, uh, we were, you know, we were always digging holes, playing army and stuff. And Mark uh, had one of those folding army shovels. Oh, I love those. Yeah, I love you those know, shovels. things flopped uh-huh. over, and yeah. you. Tightened it up, and we were digging, 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 and he hit me. I can't remember which eye it is. I used oh, to have I, a scar. I was going to say, I remember your scar. Yeah. Somewhere, one of these two, and it hit me right there on the corner, right there on the bone. Um, you know, almost hit my eye, and to this day, he says that's why he lost his eye. No. Nah. But, uh, you know, and it, and it just bled a little bit, and the blood, you know, filled up my eye, and, and you know, so I kept it closed, but then I couldn't open it because the, the blood dried, and I thought I was blind, <laughs> and he was freaking out. But that was the only time... I can't even remember. Oh, well, me and Ken, I did fall off the back of the motorcycle one time. First time I ever got knocked unconscious in grade school. I say I've never been knocked unconscious. Oh, I've been numerous times, you mm. know, for, for, for one reason or another. My, my daughter, oldest daughter, Piper, she's got a scar almost like you in the same spot on her eye. She The mark hit her in the sh- face no, with the shovel? She she was at a friend's house in the garage, and I think she, she was bending down, and there was a dresser that she oh. had forgotten that was there and <laughs> just smacked her face yeah. right into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kids didn't wear life jackets on boats. No, I now I never really went. I don't think I. I don't think I ever went to the lake until a junior in high school. No. I don't think I ever once made a trip to the. Well, I guess as a little kid, we would go when my dad was still with us. I guess we did go to some beaches. Yeah, in Turkey. I remember uh, there's pictures of me at beaches in Turkey. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, my my parents had a boat for a while, and I remember those. 
those nasty life jackets because they never wore them. They were just the orange ones. They, yeah, they were there. Yeah, but they never made us wear them. No. You know. Uh, what about living in Oklahoma during storm season? So here we are, kids, and it starts raining in the middle of summer. Yeah, dude, you are not going inside. Oh no, you go outside. You go outside and find the biggest puddles and and oh. lightning and thunder, and we'd never even worried about getting struck by lightning. Yeah, you know another big thing that should have killed us is those. Remember when they would spray for mosquitoes? Oh yeah, and those trucks would go by and spray that stuff, and you'd stand there. Either <laughs> I guess some kids chased them, but you'd just stand there in this this. You know, DDT was floating through the air to kill all the bugs. Nobody ever thought about, you know, if that kills bugs, that might not be good for us humans. Yeah. So they don't do that anymore. Maybe not. It's a wonder we're not dead. I've talked about this before, uh, sliding down the roof on a Frisbee. Yeah. Staten and I would do that. We'd climb on my, my roof was really steep, the rent house on Broadway, (laughs) two-story, and had a really steep uh, um, pitch. Pit, well, uh, valley, uh, valley, yeah, yeah, and so, and I had a frisbee, and we would, we would literally at the top sit on the frisbee, and as soon as you lift your feet, you were shooting down, and man, you just had to put your feet down and stop right as you got to the gutter, and <laughs> otherwise, now neither one of us ever went over, but I mean, we could. <laughs> That's on the second story too. Yeah. Oh, it would have been, and and I think the area where we did it, there was a sidewalk below, so. It, or, or in the front porch. I mean, I think it was all concrete had we gone over. There was, it wasn't like we were going to hit a bush or land in the lawn. It was We were going to be landing on concrete yeah. had we gone all the I way. I remember jumping off my house. I remember jumping off garages in fourth grade. Yeah. Being dared. We were talking about truth or dare the other day. Yeah. And you said, why would you ever do a dare? Yeah. That, that was the day, you know, it was like, well, get on my garage roof and jump off. Okay. You climb I, it, up on the freaking garage roof and jump. Yeah. So, like, I, mean, you know, I remember jumping off my dad's house, my house, right there, off, right off the front of the house. And, you know, that was a good. Oh, it eight, was an ankle break. I don't know how feet. we didn't break ankles. I just, yeah, did all day. We must have been, because we, we must have been like bugs. We were so light <laughs> that we just didn't have enough weight to break oh, our ankles velocity. When, we, when, oh. we, when we landed. Otherwise, you couldn't jump. I could not jump off the garage roof today that I jumped off as a kid and not oh, break, not break no. an ankle. No, 200 pounds of mass is going to reach maximum velocity in three feet. Snap. I'll be 200 miles an hour and for halfway now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what else did we do? Uh, uh, my, just mowing the lawn. I mean, you know, I mowed the lawn probably in third, fourth, fifth grade. I yeah. mean, you know, no safety. You know, you just, I remember you mowing the lawn on when you lived on Johnson and uh, uh, I mean on Grant. Did I have the electric electric mower? lawnmower? Oh God, and I'd run over that damn electric cord all the stinking time. You had that thing. You would mow that thing so fast. We'd be like, Curtis, you can't go anywhere till you mow the. So you'd go out there and you'd mow and you'd flip the handle over and mow the. Zoop, 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 and it and we had like sometimes like two extension cords so I could get out to the end because we there was a lot a next big to our yard. house. Yeah. And so to get to the corner of the lot, I think I had to use – and I, I, and so every time I'd run over the extension cord and cut it open, I'd just duct tape it with uh, uh, electrician's tape. Yeah. It just – God, I can't believe I didn't get electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we haven't even touched on the stuff that we did as we got as in the later 70s oh, in our yeah. own vehicles. Oh, yeah. As we got old enough to drive, we can't even touch on that stuff. Statute <laughs> um, limitations yeah. hasn't run out yet. As kids, when we go trick-or-treating, yeah. we ate popcorn balls. Oh, yeah. Caramel apples. Oh, yeah. We were eating anything somebody handed us. Yeah. We ate it. We didn't yeah. get it checked out. I never went to the police station and no. searched for needles and razor blades. Yeah, you know, because, you know, the police station's got that extra machine they can x-ray it for you yeah, yeah climbing not. trees oh, I, yeah. I remember in brendan's yard he had some real skinny tall cedars yeah we would literally climb those to the height of the second floor of his mansion house and and it you would be so high up You'd sway you, the tree would be swaying and yeah. i'd be scared to death but we'd we'd do it we'd be up there climbing trees climbing up trees holy crap are we running out of time over there oh yes it's yes we've i mean uh i think we've covered pretty close to yeah. all i had on my list yeah i covered my water list. water wiggles were pretty dangerous you get whacked by remember the water wiggle oh well it wouldn't hurt you just whack you just whack you wouldn't it yeah it would whack and then i guess i never knew you got injured on um slip and slides but i guess there was oh. some back injuries on slip and slides oh yeah you just yeah 
Yeah. I don't. Who who thought that up here? Just jump on the hard ground. You'll yeah. You'll slowly. You'll gracefully slide down the yard. No, they never worked. Yeah. Um. We uh, we threw things at cars. We we had a. a <laughs> I thought we weren't going there. Well, that's this was even before this was junior high. I mean, we would literally buy dozens of eggs and egg throw cars. egg cars. Well, How did we not get killed by some person that came back to because <laughs> they couldn't find I us? Don't know. Anyway, uh, I, and then we didn't touch on all the little electronic ga- toys that melted things, burning oh. ourselves, making little creepy crawlers. Oh, oh and yeah! Oh yeah! Forgot easy bake ovens and. Okay, uh, we probably better get out of here. Okay, well, it's a wonder we're even alive. It's a wonder we're alive. That should be the title of the show. It's hey, you guys, uh, I'm sure we've missed some really dangerous things that you guys remember from the '70s, or maybe you guys experienced things in your part of the country that we don't even know, like climbing mountains, or I don't know, or, or like hanging out at the pier or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. So send us send us the dangerous things you guys grew up with in the '70s. Send them to Buzz at BuzzheadMedia.com, or you can leave them on the message on our Facebook page. Or you can text them to 580-541-3805. But get a hold of us. Go leave us uh, comments on iTunes. Tell us about your experiences and your dangers. And some of you are older, so you probably had some car driving more right. dangerous than we did. Motorcycles. Our, yeah, motorcycles. Yeah. So anyway, let us know your memories. And uh, we appreciate you guys checking in on the 70 Buzz podcast. We're going to get out of here. Cheers. See ya. See ya.